A lot of great things coming to Rock Hill. It really was the people of Rock Hill. How many things does Rock Hill have going on? And you get to be a part of that. Now it's like, wow, I wanna be there. I wanna live there. I wanna go there. It is extraordinary. The changes that have happened and what I really believe is just the next really great city in South Carolina. Hello and welcome to Rock Hill CityCast. My name is Matthew Cray alongside Ashley Studebaker, where we aim to keep you informed on all things going on inside the city of Rock Hill. We've got two guests with us today, uh, and we're going to let you guys introduce yourselves. We'll start here over here to my left. Uh, go ahead and give me your name, your position, and then tell your story about how you got to the city of Rock Hill. Hello, my name is Artie Brown, and I am a community engagement specialist with Neighborhood Services with the city of Rock Hill. Um, my story in terms of how I got to the city of Rock Hill, um, I was currently employed at the city of Charlotte at the time, and I was looking for an opportunity to work in the housing development sector um, of municipal government, and an opportunity was available with the city of Rock Hill. So I applied, interview, and the rest is history. Hello, Rock Hill and surrounding areas. My name is Doreen Bowler. I am the Community Engagement Coordinator in the Neighborhood Services uh, Department. I came to the city of Rock Hill 20 years ago, not intending to stay. <laughs> and that seems 20, to be the case with a lot of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 20 years later, I love my job. I love my mm. job. I love my job. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, if one of y'all real quick, just tell me what the goal of the neighborhood or tell me the department again. Neighborhood services. Tell me what neighborhood services, their goal, what they do. Well, neighborhood services is a division or a department within the city of Rock Hill that caters to the needs of the residents um, within the city of Rock Hill. That can be things as simple as my neighbor um, is not cutting a grass to a street light being out on my street, or we have a speeding concern and we like to um understand the process for getting speed humps um and so we are pretty much all things neighborhood um, as it relates to the city of rock hill so you guys are like feet on the ground if someone has just like uh a, a complaint you're you're right there you're the first line of uh of battle okay. contact mm -hmm. that, yes. not battle i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> i guess if it's a yes. conflict you could yes. be the first line of yes. defense but uh before we get to go through some of these programs uh inside your department I want to play a fun game. Uh, we do this when we have two guests. We play two truths and a lie. So I've constructed uh, two sets, so we'll, we'll do two of them, of facts. And two of these are true, and one of them is a lie. And you guys have to figure out which one is the lie. Okay. All right? So I'm going to start here. We'll do one, then we'll do a second one, and then, then we'll get on with the podcast. All right? You ready? Ready. Fanning yourself doesn't actually cool you down because the act of the fanning increases your body temperature. Scorpion venom is the most expensive liquid in the world. And money is made from cotton, not paper. Oh. So one of those is a lie. Two of those are true. If you need to read them again, I can. Read them again. All right, read them again. All right. So fanning yourself doesn't actually cool you down because the act of the fanning increases your body temperature. That's true. Scorpion venom is the most expensive liquid in the world. Mm -hmm. And money is made from cotton, not paper. I'm going scorpion. Yeah, I'm going I don't scorpion. know these either. So. Yeah. Any thoughts? 
Which one are we going? The truth or the lie? The lie. You're looking for the lie. Oh, well, I think money's made from paper. <laughs> so the lie is actually the first one. Oh. Uh, you're kidding so me. While fanning does warm you up, it is not to the degree where... Uh, it cools you down. Yeah, you're still cooling yourself down more than mm. your body temperature okay. is going up. Okay. So it, it okay. still does cool you down. Wow. Scorpion venom is, I think I read today, $10.3 million per liter. Whoa. Which is insane. Um, what do you need it for? <laughs> like, what do people buy that for? I, that I don't know. I didn't go that far. But uh, And money is made of cotton, 75% wow. cotton. Wow. I think the other 25% was linen. Anyways, so that that's the well, first so one. It doesn't grow on trees as much. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Wow. Oh my gosh. All right, so now you have one under your belt. Here's our second one. All right, sea otters have a secret pocket of skin near their armpits to store food. Certain species of male penguins propose to their lady with a pebble during mating season, and jellyfish have the smallest brain of any living sea creature. Mm. All right, I'll read them again. Oh, wow. Sea otters have a secret pocket of skin near their armpits to store food. Certain species of male penguins propose to their lady with a pebble during mating season, and jellyfish have the smallest brain of any living sea creature. Hmm. I feel like the way you said pebble is making me think it's a I lie. And I haven't been long watched Happy Feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to go too. So you're going to go with like, the penguin? I feel like some of that is true, but the pebble part is the false part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you guys? I'm going to go with the sea otter. The sea otter? What was the third one? The jellyfish have the smallest brain of any living sea creature. <laughs> hmm. I think I'm going to go with that one. You're going to go with that one? Well, Ooh. you are correct. Oh, so you're oh, today's winner. Nice. Jellyfish actually wow. don't have brains. <laughs> What? They they react by their nervous system. So, yeah, okay. jellyfish don't have brains. There's your fun facts to uh, <laughs> go well, throughout the day. Thanks for that information. Yes, right. congrats to new every day. So now that we've broken the ice a little bit, uh, we, we'll, we have three programs we really want to dive into. And I think the first one, we'll start with Inside Rock Hill. All right. So if one of you would uh, tell us what is Inside Rock Hill. Okay. Inside Rock Hill is a free 10-week community civics course that's offered through the city of Rock Hill to uh, help residents to learn about how the city of Rock Hill operates. And so it's an opportunity for citizens to learn their local government. So it's it's an educational course? It is. All right. Uh, How long? Fun educational course. Fun. uh, (laughs) Fun educational. That didn't quite go together. Moving on. Uh, How long has it been around? Well, since 2004, spring of 2004 was our first uh, pilot class, and uh, at that class, we actually called the course um, Rock Hill 101. Okay. So we we asked the students who participated in that first class, which were really uh, our neighborhood leaders, uh, uh, the first 25 who had uh, signed up, we asked them to name the cor- the class, and so they actually named it Inside Rock Hill because they said they had gotten an inside look at how the, how the city operates. And with y'all being in this department, why do you feel it's important to bridge the gap between the city and the community with this educational piece? 
Because it helps citizens uh, realize what really goes on behind the scenes in the city of Rock Hill. You know, a lot of people would, we would hear people say, oh, my tax money pay your salary. And I'm saying, have you seen my salary? But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, they learn that, no, uh, what all goes on behind the scenes and all the different departments and where, where, even where the money goes. So, so they learn uh, about the city. They learn who the, um, who's running the city, you know, it's mm-hmm. not somebody sitting behind a curtain, but, but it's <laughs> an actual person that's actually running the city and operating the city, and they learn how, uh, how they learn everything from uh, the, uh, the budget, how much money is used to, to what happens when they flush the toilet. So they learn everything mm-hmm. about uh, the city of Rock Hill. So what, with Inside Rock Hill specifically, what role do both of you guys play in that? I actually coordinate uh, the uh, Inside Rock Hill class, and so uh, I, I do all the logistics and um, schedule the classes and get the department heads and everybody involved in when the classes are going to be and uh, get the information out to residents. Uh, actually, for I don't know how many years, uh, probably 10 years, we haven't had to advertise because it's been word of mouth. Oh, wow. People are letting people other people know that this, this class is available. And me, I kind of serve as a backup to Doreen for the program. Um, If there are conflicts with her being able to attend the meeting, um, fill in there. Um, She is one of those old school individuals and not that familiar with technology. So when she run into a technology (laughs) issue related to. Oh, I see a time out, time out over here. I tend to assist her her with that. (laughs) Did he just call me old? Uh, I said you're old school. Old, oh, old okay, school okay. and old can be different. I they guess. are different. Yes. I, I just, I see a challenge. You we'll can to go be back a young person <laughs> with an old school heart. You That's know? right. So Doreen, a couple of quick hitters here. Uh, when is the course offered? Who can take it? And how many people usually are in those classes? Okay. The, co- the course is offered in the spring, uh, the uh, starting the fourth Thursday in February. It's offered in the fall, starting the second Thursday in September. It's uh, we meet from 6 p.m. until 8:30 p.m. except for the nights we meet at 9 o'clock. Um, it is open to anybody who's a, a, a resident of the, in the city limits. Or, or that's the first come. And it's first come, first serve. So the first, um, the first uh, priority is uh, city. Of Rocky residents, but it's also offered to individuals who uh, have a business within the city of Rock Hill, and also we, uh, if we have room, we can also allow citizens who are in the county but uh, get city services to participate in the class as well. And how long does it go for? So you, it goes in the fall and the spring, and then how long do you meet? We, we meet ten, ten for ten weeks. Ten weeks. So, okay. Uh-huh, yep. And it's uh, as I said, um, since starting at six o'clock. And uh, we we go to different departments like Operations Center, uh, the uh, Rock Hill uh, York County Airport, uh, the Law Enforcement Center, the the court. So it's, it's like a it's kind it's of like a like field a school. trip. Yes, yes. <laughs> do so. Do city officials help with teaching the class? Yes, they do. Uh, the the city manager and the uh, finance director are first class. And then our last class actually ends with the mayor uh, particip- uh, participating as to what each what his role is and what's going on in the city. And each of the department heads and their staff they do present they do PowerPoint presentations. They do breakouts, so you get to go to different uh, sections to find out what is happening. You get to see the equipment. 
you get to see the trucks and all uh, all the things in the police department. You get to see all of the the gadgets and all of the things that the police uh, use, uh, computers and all that they use. So it's very, very educational and very, um, very interesting. And you get to meet people, you get to interact, and it's it's just like going to school. You get to have schoolmates. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so if if I were to sign up to take this class, what would be your goal for me coming in versus when I'm leaving? For once, once you come in and once you get, uh, we uh, provide you with a notebook and they, uh, each department provides you with handouts. Uh, they provide with you with their um, business cards so you are able to be able to contact them even later after after the class is over. You're able to go to your notebook and see what is uh, who to contact, uh, what department offers this type of service that you're searching for. And you uh, you just find out all that there is to know about uh, Rock Hill. We have uh, we have a lot of people who um, move to Rock Hill, um, and so they take the class. So not a lot of the the citizens who are already are uh, the uh, uh, Rock Hillians take it. But when mm. they do, they're like, "Oh my God, I didn't realize that the city of Rock Hill did this. That this this was happening in my city." And so. And what is your goal for people who take this class? It's to become ambassadors for the city of Rock Hill. Yes, and so that, with that said, we have like we have graduated 772 citizens. Oh wow! And so uh, we have um, about 12 percent of them have either served or are currently serving on boards and commissions, including uh, about five um, city council members. You know, uh, we have five former city council members, and we have two current city council members, Derek Lindsay and. Uh, uh, Councilmember Coach uh, Perry Sutton, who are uh, who have who are inside Rocket graduates. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I think we're it's fair to say you know we're all a society where we like to receive things. So what's the reward for people you know taking ten weeks out of their life <laughs> to <laughs> attend this class? What do they get? Well, I'm so glad you asked because if you take the Inside Rocket class, you will receive not only the satisfaction of knowing that you know how your city operates and you know. Uh, personally, kind of, sort of, the individuals who run the city. But you will also receive a fabulous, gorgeous polo shirt that has Inside Rock Hill on it. And the uh, the season and the year that you graduate, you will receive a certificate that's handed to you by the mayor himself during the city council meeting, which will be recorded live and in color. And so you'll <laughs> be able to watch it later and your family will be able to see you receive your certificate and you will become an ambassador for the city of Rock Hill. So isn't that great reward? So in my former life as a reporter, I covered several of those council meetings where they bring the inside Rock Hill groups in. And the one thing I always remember is they always said, okay, we're going to next door to eat cake. So you also get some cake at the end. You ah. sure do. You remember that. That's I do. Right. No, we've been in COVID for a couple of years, so we hadn't been yeah. serving the cake. Because without doubt, they would say that, and then one of the council members or the mayor would go, wow, I wish we could go join y'all. So you, you mentioned COVID, you know, um, kind of lightheartedly, but how was it different during COVID? Yes. It, during COVID, we did uh, uh, offer um, virtual classes. We did it via Zoom. And so, uh, as Audie has told you that, you know, uh, technology is not really my, my, my thing. But You're old school. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I learned it. I, I, I persevered, and there we had go. three classes in, in the virtual, virtual inside <laughs> Rock Hill. So, so it, it was fun. You know, it, was, um, it wasn't, you don't get the hands-on experience, but 
uh, hopefully in the fall we'll start that back. But it but it, it helped us because we were able to record those classes mm. and we can use those recordings for later. So we talked about how there are some inside Rock Hill graduates on city council. It, it do a high percentage of graduates serve on other boards and commissions as well? Almost 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 all boards and commissions. So we have a graduate on, on them. Oh. So you mentioned graduate. Like, is it, you know, is there an exam involved or is it just attendance? (laughs) You go to these classes? Well, no exam, but but attendance. Each, uh, we have 10 classes and and each class is 10 uh, 10 points. So you must have 100 points to Mm. graduate. And you can, if you want to be an honor graduate, you know, to graduate cum laude or something like that, <laughs> then you, you have to have 140 points. And mm. you accumulate those extra points by attending a city meeting, like city council, or planning commission, or traffic commission, or, or some city meeting, and you get 20 points mm. uh, for those uh, extracurricular um, activities. <laughs> so what what is an alumni group? Oh, the alumni group... Um, after the classes, everybody wanted to, you know, they didn't want to, they didn't want to not come to class because after ten weeks, you would think, you know, after you're giving that up for after ten weeks out of your life, you're ready to go home. But they still wanted other things, and so they wanted to know if we could do a graduate class. We couldn't do a graduate class, so what we offered them was uh, uh, alumni committees. The alumni committees are like the volunteer committee, which would would um, contact individuals to volunteer for different events and um, things that were going on in the city when we needed volunteers. We also had the uh, Public Relations Committee, which would actually sponsor, um, get them together at least twice a year. Because when we started Inside Rock Hill, we didn't have Manchester Meadows. Mm -hmm. We didn't have the new operations center. So there are some things that uh, we didn't have the velodrome and, and, and all that. So there were some things that some of the former graduates had not seen and so we would uh this uh committee would was set up and uh coordinate events where they came downtown you know they came to the velodrome and different things where they could see uh, other th- uh see what was going on and so uh that's what that committee does and then we have the alumni reunion committee so just like high school we have an we have a reunion so uh every year we have the reunion the first thursday in august and so we uh past couple of years we have not had it but this year august 4th i believe it is we will have our alumni reunion at the board hill center and so um we do want to um acknowledge all those who have graduated and those that we've lost during COVID. So uh, hopefully we'll get back together then and have some fun. Uh, it's like post-grad post school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, that covers pretty much everything inside Rock Hill. Another program um, so unique to Rock Hill, maybe, for me, it just seems so cool, the Community Tool Shed. We'll, we'll bring Artie to the plate for this one. Yes. We've, we've, he sat over here <laughs> biding his time. We'll bring him in for the, the Tool Shed. Yes. What What is the Community Tool Shed? Uh, the Community Tool Shed is a free program within the Neighborhood Services Department of the city. Um, that allows residents, be it a homeowner, a renter, a neighborhood organization, or a community organization, um, the opportunity to borrow tools and equipment to beautify and maintain their neighborhoods and homes. So it sounds real good. Like, I can just come take a free tool? Like, what's the catch, you know? <laughs> there is, is, is there a catch? There is no catch. No, no catch? The wow. only catch is you have to reside within the city limits of Rock Hill. That is awesome. So this what kind all- of, like, you know, 
big tools, small tools? What kind of tools are in this? Um, we typically have some of the basic home maintenance tools. Um, examples of those could be hammers, hedge trimmers, ladders, lawnmowers, weed eaters, rakes and shovels. Um, we actually um, just added a metal detector to the inventory. Oh, wow. Uh, with the idea of utilizing it to assist residents to find their property line um, by locating the stakes or the property line markers that may bury underneath the ground. It's not to find treasure, Matthew. All right, well, let me just it. pitch a scenario here. <laughs> Before I say this, my marriage ring is on my keys in the other room because I worked out yesterday. Uh-oh. But let's say I lost it, right? Let's say I lost it. I don't own a metal detector. Oh, there's one in the tool shed. Okay, what do I do now? Yes, if you have an interest in utilizing the tool shed, um, you will pick up the phone. You will call me. Um, my number is 803-325-2528. Upon speaking with you, um, I will check the inventory of the tool or equipment that you're interested in Borrowing, in this case, the metal detector, um, if it's available, um, a reservation would be created for you. Um, you will come to our office, um, which is located at 150 Johnston Street, to pick up the metal detector. You will fill out two simple forms, provide your ID, um, and that's it. And you will return it um, upon you completing or hopefully finding <laughs> your wedding ring. So can I just keep it as long as I want, or do I have to make a reservation of... Here's where I'm getting it. This is when I'm bringing it back. Unfortunately, you can't. So when you have a reservation, when you check out or pick up the tool or equipment, um, you will provide it a um, due back date. And it's typically two days from when you pick up the item. Um, there are some cases where we will extend the, the borrowing period beyond that. But generally, it's two days. So do you feel, I mean, to me, this is just really this is just so cool for community members to take advantage of. Do you feel as though, I mean, it's, is it super busy? Do you feel as though the community does take advantage of this? Oh, absolutely. Um, spring and summer is hard to keep um, any equipment in, especially the lawnmowers and weed eaters and leaf blowers. Um, but it is um, a program that has taken off. Uh, when we first started, there was some reservation from the residents. Um, Sounded too good to be true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as people started utilizing it and saw that there were no strings attached or there was no catch to it, um, word of mouth uh, starts to take effect and it, it really has picked up. So I this, feel, go ahead. Go, I feel like it's only fair, is it, if you break, you buy? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, we kind of understood the, the risks of dealing with okay. equipment or tools that may be broken um, for us if it is used properly um, and the normal wear and tear of a piece of equipment just happens to break while someone is borrowing it. We understand that that risk associated with it, but we typically um, look over the tools or equipment uh, once they're returned to make sure they're in working fashion and we also do the same when it's checked out. So okay. just to make sure someone doesn't borrow a piece of equipment and bring it back and say it didn't work when you gave it mm. to me. Okay. So you guys have a place where you keep all these tools? We do. We do have a location uh, within our building where we uh, store some of the equipment. And then we also have a enclosed trailer that we can use to transport um, the equipment for big cleanup days. We've had um, organizations um, contact us to do a beautification project or a cleanup within their neighborhood. And we've even been contacted by some of the local schools here when they've done some beautification and planted some things um, on their campus to, to make the campus look nice. So we have the ability to transport the tools as well. 
A- anything else on the tool shed before we move on? Please call. <laughs> uh, cool. So we'll move on to the third one. And I don't know which of you you want us to go to for this during and already, but uh, rolling in Rock Hill, which uh, when I first heard it, I th- my <laughs> my first impression I thought had something to do with roller skating, which I don't know why I went there, but that is not what it is. Uh, why don't you tell us what the Rolling in Rock Hill actually is? <laughs> well, Rolling in Rock Hill is a uh, community service project. Uh, it's, it's, it allows an opportunity for city government and citizens and fraternities and sororities and churches and organizations to come together to paint the homes of individuals who are not able to paint it for themselves. It's offered twice a year, just like Inside Rock Hill, Rolling Rock Hill, we have uh, Paint Day the uh, second Saturday in April during the spring, and then in the fall we have it the third Saturday in September. And we usually paint about 20 to 25 homes per year. And so we have uh, volunteer teams that that actually do the painting themselves. They are all volunteers. We provide the paint and supplies, and we do receive some funds, uh, some donations from uh, citizens and uh, organizations to assist us with that as well. But we provide all the paint and all the supplies and then the volunteers, they come. They all come that one day. We just had a couple of weeks ago, we had a paint day. We had uh, 12 houses to paint. And so we had 12 teams to paint the houses. And uh, so we provided all of the paint and the supplies for them to go to the home and paint. So, um, I mean, you say 12, to me, that's a, that's a, fairly big number yeah. especially mm-hmm. painting um you know how many house how many houses has this program helped out uh in the 28 years that rolling rocky has been in existence we've painted over 500 homes wow, wow. Yeah. And, you, and you say 12 is a lot but prior to the current structure <laughs> of rolling and rocky it used to just be one day or offered one time a year oh wow and so it was 20 to 25 houses Ooh. being done on a single day um wow. so that eventually led us to breaking it up in two days because <laughs> yeah. it became a, such a task trying to manage all those projects at the same time on one day. And so we split it up to a spring and fall day. Yeah. So I guess that leads to the question, do you guys have a lot of demand for houses or is it usually right around 25 a year? Is there a fluctuation? How does that work? Sometimes we drive around looking for houses okay. because we don't always get 20 or 25 or, or 12. Uh, but if we do get more, we carry them over to the next paint day. So we we, we uh, hold it over to the next paint day. So we are in the process of, of looking f- uh, for nominations for houses, you know, for someone to call and say they want their house painted. But you do have to have, be a homeowner. It has to be owner-occupied. Owner-occupied, yeah. okay. And it has you have to be either uh, uh, financially unable to or physically unable to, and it's offered to uh low to moderate income uh, brackets. Mm. So you say you drive around looking for these homes. Is it just um, the outside getting painted or is it inside too? Just the outside. Just the outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. And are you guys like going up and like knocking on doors, be like, hey, we want to paint your house, you know? We have done that. You have done that, okay. Yes. So <laughs> not a lot a silly of times, question. No, not at all. A lot of times it's actually a referral. Um, it's typically... Someone who had their house painted before through the program, and they may tell somebody, and they tell somebody, and they tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are times where we are in the community, and we see a house that could be a good candidate for the project, and stroll up to the door and introduce yeah. ourselves Do you ever and kind of explain the program. 
we shut get, off the lights. They we won't don't know we're get home. Rejected, but we do <laughs> get a funny look because, yeah. again, it yeah. sounds too good to be true. Right. And, and some mm. people think that there are strings attached to it, but it's absolutely none. But, again, once somebody <laughs> who has reaped the benefits of the program share their experience, then others say, okay, this is something worth looking into or even applying to. How, how do you nominate someone or apply? You can call our office. You can actually call Karen Marshall. She's the one who coordinates the Inside Rock Hill project. And Karen's number is 803-325-2652. 803-325-2652. Um, when is the next event, the Rolling in Rock Hill? September 17th. There you go. Is, is there anything on any of these three uh, that we missed or that you'd like to add? On any front? No, these are just programs um, and services that are offered through Neighborhood Services, and we certainly hope that the residents take advantage of these opportunities. Rock Hill is unique in these programming that are offered, and it's one that you shouldn't let slip by if you can benefit from it, be it rolling in Rock Hill, inside Rock Hill, or the community too, shit. It is not too good to be true. That That is what I've heard today. <laughs> I love a good before and after. Do you guys take before and afters of these homes? We do. Okay, mm -hmm. I love a good before and after. Um, I guess one final question I'll ask is, these three programs, how have you seen them change as Rock Hill has grown? Well, with... Um with inside Rock Hill, as I say, we, we get a lot we get a lot of uh, participants who who are new in town, and so mm -hmm. so we have uh, a lot of uh, uh, new people who've been here, like uh, let's say uh, from two weeks to uh, to a year, who are taking the class. Um, some of the changes that I've seen with inside Rock Hill is the way that the uh, departments pr present. They change it up, and they have new stuff, and so they have a new locations so uh it's, it's 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 nice to see how how is how the uh, program itself is growing and with COVID, we went from in person to virtual so you know if that ever happens again we'll right. be prepared for that and with the community too shed um just the growth over time um there are i would probably say maybe 10 or 15 frequent or repeat users that we have we are on a first-name basis with mm. those individuals. When they call, we already know what they want, um, how long they keep it. Um, and so just being able to provide that resource and see the growth and the utilization rate of the program. And then we've also started to um, add more pieces of equipment to the inventory, and some of that is by um, requests or inquiries from the residents. You know, they may call and ask for a particular item. We may not have an inventory, but if we get that request three or four or five more times, it may be something we look to add to the inventory because people seem to have a need for it. Well, guys, our time has come to an end. It flew by. Um, I appreciate you letting us know about these programs and joining us here on CityCast. Yes, thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill CityCast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.